Hello guys, welcome back to In Vivo. It's Jasmine here and I'm so glad you decided to join in on this episode. Okay, first of all, I want to start off by saying I apologize for being that MIA for that long. For those of you all that don't really follow me on Instagram, um, that's where all my updates are. You guys would know that I have been gone for like a month now and I really apologize. I have just been so busy, you know, quarantining which has been a lot. So you all stay safe, stay inside. You know, everything's kind of starting to slowly but surely open back up. So I'm happy about that. I also had finals and that was a lot. And then getting final grades, which is really good because I got a 4L this semester, which is very shocking for me, especially with the whole change in scenery. We are going from campus to home. That's been a lot. And I'm also starting my remote internship um, next week. At, um, so that would be fun. And I'm also moving y'all with my sister um, in a downtown Baltimore area, which will be really, really fun. So it's a lot going on for me, even though it's quarantine, you know, it's a lot going on. <laughs> I just really, really do miss, um, you know, recording. Like I really do miss talking about what I love so much and what I'm passionate about. And with this quarantine, I've actually been able to explore other passions of mine. And one of those happens to be art and it happened um, specifically Photoshop and making graphics and design. And I've actually been interested in making designs and graphics for a long time, like since a sophomore year in high school. And I really started it. It was more so like a hobby. And I would watch little Photoshop tutorials online and like slowly but surely learn and get really good. But actually during quarantine, I've actually been making a lot of designs and graphics. If you all follow me on my main Instagram, which is at all that jazz three underscores one Z, you all would know that I've been posting almost all of the graphics and designs I've made. I've kept some to myself in the arsenal, but I've definitely become very proficient in Photoshop since I've started quarantining and like upping my skills. So I'm very, very happy that I'm able to learn new skills, um, adapt to my situation by exploring more of a passion of mine that could end up turning into something I can use later. And that's what I love about, you know, the research field the most and just being able to be multifaceted. I know so many artistic and creative people in the research field, and that allows you to just think more curiously and go beyond what the norm is. And I'm glad that I can use my art and create stuff as well as be able to research as well. Like you don't have to hold yourself in one box. And I've definitely been seeing that. Uh, while I've been quarantining and I'm also starting as the PR director for the National Council of Negro Women Howard section so I'm going to be able to use my skills to make flyers and everything graphics just whatever you name um the next coming school year so that'll definitely up my portfolio and hopefully fingers crossed I could freelance I know freelancing is so hard to do um, especially like with research and right now I'm like typing up work for a paper. So that's a lot as well, but hopefully I can do that. You know, dreams are dreams and that's what keeps me going is like seeing a dream of like me being a researcher slash designer slash creative slash whatever you want to put a title on, I guess. <laughs> Okay, so we're going to go ahead and start off with the norm. I just wanted you guys to just catch up um, with you all. Just let you know how I'm doing, what I'm doing, you know, stuff like that. And yeah, we're going to get into the first, you know, um, girl, I don't forgot what the thing is called because I've been gone for so long. But the first segment, which is word of the week. 
So the word of the week is more so a concept of the week and it's IHC or immunohistochemistry. So immunohistochemistry is one of the most common applications of immunostaining and it involves the process of selectively identifying identifying antigens or proteins in the cells of a tissue section by exploiting the principle of the antibodies binding specifically to the antigens in the tissue. And it's widely used in the diagnosis of um, abnormal cells like cancerous tumors. And it's also just used widely in basic research to understand the distribution and localization of biomarkers and differently expressed proteins in different parts of tissue. So this tissue can be any type of tissue. I know the most common is brain and spinal cord tissue. And you can stain for a lot of things. You can stain for neuronal activity. Like I said, you can also stain for abnormal cells. You can stain for the identifying which protein is where or whatever. You can identify and discover a lot of stuff with IHC. And it's a practice that I've used before a couple times in my summer internship and um, in the internship I guess I'm in now while working um, Howard with my mentor there. But yeah, IHC is very, very common. It's used in basic research, like I said. And it's something that you all should know, which is why I'm talking about it for today's Word of the Week. Now let's move on to what's new. Okay, y'all, so like usual, we're going to start off with science news first. And the biggest science news, I guess, right now, besides COVID, is this whole social media thing that has spreading around this big headline by saying that NASA has provided evidence of a bizarre parallel universe where physics and time operate in reverse. And this headline has been all over Twitter all over just everywhere so when I like saw and read it I'm like um I need to see like where are they getting this from because they said publications and research papers are saying and that's in this and I'm like oh all right because you know I always I don't know maybe it's just me but I really do think that there's other beings out there I just really don't feel like it's just us but obviously I'm saying that with no knowing of research or evidence to post you know post this and I'm all about the evidence in the paper girl if you want to tell me something girl show me the paper okay otherwise yikes you can't really be telling me oh they provided evidence I need to see the evidence so I went and did some digging and I found that the paper came from um, the Antarctic Impulsive Transient Antenna or ANITA for short and there's an experiment that's maintained by researchers at NASA and it involves an array of radio antennas essentially attached to a helium balloon, which flies over the Antarctic ice sheet at 37,000 meters. And the antennas can listen to the cosmos and detect high energy particles. They call those neutrinos and that constantly bombard the planet. So these particles don't really pose a threat to us, but they're saying that they really don't really interact with matter like that, but if they do smash it to an atom, they produce a shower of secondary particles that the Anita can detect, and they shows where it probed, where they came from in the universe. So this is what they're basically taking the data from, is they saw that the actual neutrinos were coming from a strange angle, and these findings really can't be explained by our current understanding of physics. So they're basically saying that since this is coming from a strange angle, it's not really coming from outside Earth's exterior, but through Earth's interior, there has to be another 
alternate universe that's going behind or reversing what we know is facts, which is time and physics. So these this evidence, they said, has been two years old, but the report was filed April 8th, and now all this stuff has spread about it. Um, there's a couple loose ends in the theory, and there's been other places that actually observe these neutrinos. Um, one of them is called the Ice Cube, and they say also say that the standard model of physics cannot explain these strange events. And that's why the strange events have concurred now, and they're now exploring extreme cases of, oh, there's a parallel universe and all that stuff. So... I've been reading, you know, I'm not a astrophysicist. I'm not. That's not my realm of study. However, it was really, really cool to see that even though people spread information like wildfire and really don't want to read the paper, don't really care to know the tea or what's really real, it was cool to get like our minds off of COVID because that's what everyone is talking about and everyone's in quarantine too so they're really fine anything to talk about like I saw the other day we were talking about August Alcina which is a way back in the day like R&B rapper not back in the day but like 2014-2015 they're just bringing up people like we're bored so at this point things are just coming back um up so this is not a surprise for this to go um, viral and people be like, oh my God, on top of COVID, it's a parallel universe and all this and that and just a whole bunch of stuff. So there's other stuff with COVID. Like I said, I really don't want to talk about it so much. I've talked about it all the time. There's a couple other things going on, but I think we'll go ahead and just stop right there. I want to be able to talk about um, more like research papers. So if you all have any suggestions of like where I can find like the top research pages, papers besides going to like nature, um, let me know. I really do want to talk about what's like trending, I guess, in the research world at the moment. I know a lot of people aren't, you know, physically doing labs unless it's a COVID lab. So I know a lot of people are writing right now. So I just want to see what's popping, you know, what is going on in the research world. I've been MIA from like everything. So I don't really know. Um, so we're going to go ahead and move on to the pop culture segment. Y'all, so much has been happening. Um, let's start from, I guess let's start from Let's start with music first. Okay, so if you all don't know, which you should be, if you don't know, you're living under a rock. My girl Megan Thee Stallion came out with a Savage remix featuring the one and only Beyonce. Beyonce, like the girl never comes out. Like she really like gave us what we needed during this quarantine. It was a true remix like the ones back in the day where they change up a whole verse they add a verse they change up the song this was a true remix like a neo type of remix I don't know that's what my childhood but one of those types of remix rather than you singing the same exact song and throwing somebody else on it they really did it and they have a little dance to go with it you know TikTok's been cool right now my little sister's been teaching me some moves so I'm over here really TikToking too <laughs> <laughs> the savage dance the savage dance is hilarious it's fun i think it's good to have people people like focus on oh excuse me people focus on other stuff and it was really really nice to see everybody like divert their attention over to meg and beyonce like they really did that and the proceeds of the song is going towards charity which is so sweet of them there's also a whole bunch of new music being put out 
which is great because, you know, like I said, everyone is taking in media right now, whether that's TV, Netflix, YouTube, music. It's the perfect time to put out whatever you want to put out because you're going to get a lot of people listening. So everyone's been kind of like rushing through and dropping their album. So Kehlani dropped that album. Um, Lil Baby dropped that album. A couple other people dropped albums, but everyone's trying to get their content out there because they know people are digesting it and really listening to it now because we have free time. And I also want to mention my girls, Chloe and Hallie. They came out with their single, Do It. You know, they're under Parkwood Entertainment, so Beyonce only puts out the best. And this song is going to be my instrumental for this um, episode. Oh my gosh, I love it so much. Me and my sister, we play it at least four or five times a day. Like, the dance is so cute. Like, they put out the video too. It's like, ooh, ooh, that's just how we do it. Uh, I wish you all could see me. Um, but the dance is so cute. The song is everything. It just gives me what I need. It does. Oh, I love it so much. Y'all don't understand. The song is, it just brings me back. It's like nostalgic, but it has such, it's so fresh. It's so new and old at the same time. It just sounds amazing. The put out was everything. I'm just, I'm really here for it. And I'm glad that they were able to give me my oats. Um, just give it to me. So that's with music. With TV, there's a lot going on right now. I have been really watching Insecure lately. And boy, my Twitter timeline is really hating Molly right now. Like, really hating Molly. And it's so funny because me and my friends, we all talk about our stance on Insecure. It is such a good season. Issa always knows like what to put out and all her seasons been great. But this one has been really good. At first, the first couple episodes, I was like, okay, Issa, what you about to do? Because a lot of it was intimate. So I was like a little thrown off by that. But once we got into the season, We've really been exploring the friendship or the dynamic between Issa and Molly. And I don't want to give out too much, but I will say, spoiler alert, spoiler alert. If you all don't haven't caught up, I suggest you skip to the latter half of the episode because I'm about to spoil some stuff. But I'm not going to give out too much information. However, with the whole debacle between Issa and Molly, I'm personally team Issa just because I feel like I've been in her shoes before. You know, you have everyone doubting you. You've even started doubt yourself and you've been able to work hard and really push through. And then you have a friend that seems to just be against you. That can be really, really hard to manage. And for someone to not want to help you, and I understand Issa and Molly, they really be asking for a lot of help. However, I feel like Issa was rightfully so to have help, like, or ask for help because at the point, at the end of the day, you're her best friend. And for you to tell her no, like, and then the reason which she gave, I just didn't really feel like that was genuine. And it really didn't show genuine because when you saw Molly come to the event, she was surprised how good it was. Even to her point of her her boo, boyfriend, whatever you want to call him, has like, oh, it's really nice. You know, you didn't want to expect. Like he almost thought he was cool. And then he was like, why your face like, weren't you not expecting it to be good? And that's unfortunate because she really did not value the growth of Issa. And I feel as though their relationship was still stuck at Issa being this whiny person, someone that has their hands in too many buckets, someone that's just doing a lot. And Molly's, you know, the lawyer, she's supposed to have it all. 
And I understand that Molly was upset that Issa wasn't there for her when she really needed it. But I feel like she, out of anyone, should understand that Issa was truly busy. And I feel like, yes, Issa should have been able to express that and communicate that more often. Really, the key to any good relationship is communication. However, I feel like you should have knew. I don't know. I feel like she should have knew that. She knew that she was busy working on this event. And I think she really doubted her. And I think that's where it came from. And the words they were spewing at each other when they got into the argument, it was just they were holding on to what their old selves were. And in order for the relationship to work, you have to think of yourselves growing. The relationship has to grow as you all grow. And I just feel like it's just really iffy on Molly's side. Everyone's team Issa. I'm team both of them because I feel like I understand Molly and I understand Issa. And I'm, I see Issa Rae. Let's separate Issa D from Issa Rae. I see Issa Rae is really trying to capture both mindsets and see where both people think they have went wrong with each other. And I like how she gave Issa her own episode last week because you saw the side of like Issa's like, do I hit her up? Do I not? And that is such a really good tidbit. You know, like, do I hit this person up? Do I not? Do I reach out? Do I not? It's really like something that a lot of people, especially my age, go through. Um, I know this weekend, which Sunday, as it's coming out, we'll be watching the next episode. And I saw the previews. I think it's a Molly episode. It may incorporate some of the other cast members, but I don't know. We'll see. I'm just really happy that I'm able to have a season that just really gravitating and capturing to me. And also kind of like low-key coming from my life because Issa made a good point when she was with her mother her last episode and Issa mom was like you're really good at everything and you're really smart but it's really the way you apply yourself to make yourself not feel like you're not doing anything like you don't know what your place is in this world you don't know what your job is in this world and I really hit because for a long time I was like I'm interested in art I'm interested in this I'm interested in that I'm interested in science and when you have your hand to me it starts to become overwhelming and I think Issa is really trying to fine-tune her life right now even though she's 30 she's still young you know what I mean so it doesn't matter at any age if you feel the need that you feel like you need to step take a step back and be like okay what do I really want to do it's really good to do that you know younger instead of going through life and really regretting not doing anything about it so we'll see how next episode goes that's really been my life y'all really just been watching television um you know listening to music all that jazz. So that's really what I've been watching as far as television goes. As far as media, social media goes, there's been a lot of stuff going on. Um, you still have the IG lives going on. We still have the versus battles. Oh, we had Erica and Jill. Did I talk about that last episode? I don't think I did. No, we had Erica versus Jill Scott, y'all, for our IG live. That was really nice. Um, I love Jill Scott and I love Erica, so I was very excited to listen to both of them. Oh, I loved that. I loved it. It was one of the best ones. And I think we also had a Nelly versus Ludacris, but I heard it wasn't really that... Well, I heard it was good, but Nelly had some um, bad internet, so <laughs> that's always a bummer. But Erica and Jill had the best, like, sound, acoustic, internet, everything. Like, everything went well for them. And I think the dream... 
and Sean Garrett did too. They have really good internet, but we talked about that last time, so I don't want to keep repeating the same stuff. But yeah, Erica and Jill had a battle. It was amazing. As far as pop culture, um, there's been a whole bunch of stuff going on, you know, celebrities donating money, which is really nice. Um, and yeah, I think that's all for pop culture. If you all want to speak on other things or you just want to give um, something that I should talk about, always be able to, or you're always able to DM me at at Viva Podcast and I'll talk about it. So we'll go ahead and take a break right now. So like I said earlier in the episode, the instrumental of this episode was going to be Do It by Chloe Halley. And it was. It's actually a remix because I don't want to get copyrighted or a remake. I mean, not a remix. A remake because I don't want to get copyrighted. And I liked it a lot. So I just go ahead and enter the remake. So today's discussion topic is going to be health and wellness during this quarantine. So I know for me and I know for a lot of other people, it is so easy to just sit and bask in the laziness and eating whatever and doing whatever and not moving because of quarantine and because you don't have to see nobody. So why not enjoy yourself and just lounge around? However, we have to remember that health and wellness comes first, especially in these times. It's very important to remember that. So for me, I've had to literally reverse um, what I do in order to maintain my health and my wellness and not just eat a whole bunch of junk food and order out a lot because we were doing that before me and my sister. But we're definitely trying to get back into exercising and getting back in the hang of just eating well and just doing well. So the number one thing I've done to just really change this quarantine and be one of productivity rather than just laziness is meditating every morning. And I meditate with um you know on YouTube, you know, just go on YouTube, find a daily morning meditation. Mine specifically is a manifesting um meditation. So I do that at least twenty to thirty minutes every morning. And I find myself just making sure that I'm refreshed. I remember the goals I have set that day. I remember what I want to manifest and manifestation is very, very big um in like the whole health and wellness community. A lot of people think or say that if you think and manifest in yourself, it'll happen. So I've been definitely making sure that I try to manifest things more often or affirm things more often and then work towards that goal because nothing just really like you can't just lose 10 pounds out of luck. Like I've never seen it. So just being able to just manifest. I want to be healthier. I want to lose weight. I want to do this. I want to do that. I try to manifest it, but I also work towards it. So every morning is just a reminder that I'm working towards a goal. And by setting that manifestation, it will happen. So I try to meditate every morning. And me and my sister have been trying to exercise each day or every three to four days. It's been hard. But once we move, we'll definitely have way more space to do what we want. And it'll be a gym in the complex. So we definitely will have way more. And it's hard because, you know, she's busy. I'm busy. But we just have to make sure we have it allotted time to do something physical, whether that's just go outside and take a walk, a jog, a run, um, you know, 
go ahead and like do some, you know, something to get our blood going and get me sweating a little bit because I really will just sit in the bed and that's not good for me. So I'm definitely been trying to get up and, you know, do more. And the last thing really for me, it really is just three simple things. So meditation, manifestation, doing some type of exercise, something to get your blood pumping. And the third thing is eating well. So, okay, so me and... <laughs> I'm about to be candid real quick. So me and my sister, we have been trying to cook more and we are by far not cookers or not cookers, chefs. I mean, <laughs> we are by far not chefs, but we definitely are trying to get into the habit of cooking stuff. And right now we're kind of stuck. Um, we're kind of stuck at making Mexican food. So whether that is quesadilla, a taco bowl, burrito bowl, um, you know, improvising. That's what we've been doing. And we're trying to get better at making more stuff. Like I said, more space will give us more opportunity to do that. So we've definitely been on Pinterest and trying to look at meal preps and stuff for us to do and trying to get more into saving our money and not ordering all the time and trying to actually cook. And it's also fun to cook. And I feel especially now since we have the time to do it, like being able to put you know, time into what you eat is not necessarily like a rush, you know, anymore. Like I can really sit and cook for, you know, however long. So these are three simple things I try to do to maintain my health and wellness and try to follow people or talk to people that are putting you along that track. I always talk about accountability partners. I feel like those are so key, especially with just any type of goal, like having someone that keeps you and holds you accountable is really nice to have, you know, to make sure, oh, I forgot. And that's good to have my sister here because we definitely keep each other accountable. So those are the three main things. And I try to, oh, the last thing, I forgot this, but try to maintain a con um, consistent sleep schedule. Try to get eight hours of sleep. Um, Don't stay up to the crack of dawn, you know. Try to get a schedule in because I've seen that making, have a schedule, a productive quarantine morning, whatever schedule, day schedule has made me feel better at the end of the day. And I can maintain my sleep schedule and I just wake up with more energetic. And because I really realized like the beginning of quarantine when I was just lounging around, chilling, not really having a schedule, doing what I want, I definitely lacked energy. And it was so crazy because I was sleeping for so long and I really had no energy. So I definitely have changed that up. And now I feel like I have amazing energy. And I try to do new things every day. Like I said, I'm interested. I've been interested more in my art. So that's what I've been focusing my time on right now before my internship starts. But once my internship starts, it will be that. And that's what I recommend for health and wellness. If you all have any recommendations, when I post the episode post for this week on my Instagram, you should be able to comment or you should comment what you um, recommend um, as far as health and wellness goes. It's really good to have a group effort here. You know, we all trying to be better. We all trying to look good after quarantine. You know, this summer, we might be cooped up in the house, but when we come out that fall semester, we're going to be popping, okay? That is the mentality you should have. That's the mentality I have. So that is all for the discussion topic. And instead of doing a day snapped, I actually want to do um, a recognized... Um, what has happened um, in, I'm sorry, I'm like, I have no words. What's happened recently regarding, you know, Black Lives Matter and justice for people of color and black people. 
um, a couple months ago, or February to be exact, a man by the name of Ahmad Arbery was jogging in a neighborhood and was modernly, I guess, modern day lynching occurred um, between two white men, a father and a son, actually, and he ended up dying. So I just want to have this segment um, go out to Ahmad Arbery. May you rest in peace and may we all run with Ahmad. And on that note, this is the end of this episode. Thank you all so much for watching. Rest in peace, Ahmad, and we out. Peace, y'all.